0: Good afternoon. My name is Rei Tsuchiyama with another episode of Business in Hawaii, a beautiful place like the background of Waimea Bay, of the ocean, for a state of 1.2 million residents, a lot more daily from Asia, the mainland, from Europe as tourists. And today we're going to be investigating the world of top CEOs, C-level individuals who lead organizations, business, Hawaii Fortune 250, and how it's unique, how it's same in some aspects with recruiting globally. We have Benjamin Anchetta, Jr. from Inkenen & Associates. He's the president, and he's with me now.
1: Hi, Ray. Right. How are you?
0: Fine, fine. So what do you now do at uh, Incident and Associates? How, how do you define your role uh, in this uh, market, uh, in business, and, uh, and, and in an economy dominated by tourism, retail, hospitality, but yet there's banking uh, areas, insurance, some manufacturing, a lot of service? So you see the landscape, and what have you discovered uh, about your role in this world?
1: Um, so Inkin and Associates, we focus on executive search. We're the premier executive search firm in Hawaii, and uh, we really focus on finding leaders for Hawaii organizations. Um, we are we are generalists when it comes to industry. We're working all the industries that you mentioned: uh, tourism and lodging, travel, uh, the hotel industry, healthcare, insurance. Um, we don't focus on industries. We don't focus on verticals. We actually focus really on Hawaii. And our job is to bring Hawaii, leadership into Hawaii and, 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 and populate throughout the, the, the company.
0: Last spot, I want to get back to you sure. because that's a uh, big theme uh, mm-hmm. of, of this current uh, age. Uh, and, and so wh- why don't we uh, kind of uh, define it a lot more? Uh, there are other executive firms globally, and of course uh, uh, that do business in New York and London and Tokyo and Singapore and so forth, and others that are very uh, focused just on New York or uh, Cincinnati or San Diego markets. Uh, what, what is so different about the state and its market compared to a global market? Because sometimes you do bring people from other areas mm-hmm. of the United States uh, or uh, globally. But yet, uh, when we uh, talked before, there's value on people who were born and raised here mm-hmm. uh, that uh, who can really uh, assume leadership roles in Hawaii. So uh, give us a little background on that.
1: Sure, um, I'll start with kind of in our, within our industry, within executive search. Uh, there are huge global competitors that do business all across the world in every major market. Uh, and they do drop into Hawaii every once in a while to do an executive search, typically from a West Coast office. Um, within our industry, you also have boutiques like us that are either um, regional boutiques where we focus on a particular geographical territory, or you have people that might focus on just an industry vertical like insurance. Um, and so what we're trying to do is really carve out our place in the market as being the best here in Hawaii. Um, and that's what we focus on. Um, we try not to focus too much on the competition and what, more on what we do best. Um, and I think that's important because Hawaii is a really unique place. I think that gets talked about a whole lot. Um, people don't always know why. Um, some, <laughs> okay. of, you know, some, some of the reasons are, are, are self-evident. Right. We're geographically isolated, 2,000 miles from the nearest landmass, a relatively small population, you know, less than a million and a half people. Um, there are other cities in the U.S. that have populations like that, but they're connected by highways um, and much shorter flights. Um, for us, being an island chain in the Middle Pacific, Being as isolated as we are, uh, we're a less fluid labor market, and that causes us some really unique challenges, um, which is why I think our services are really valuable here.
0: Now, you left for the mainland also and lived there for how many years? 17 years. 17 years. Wow. Mm -hmm. And So, uh, you came back and experienced a high-growth adventure with ProService, a company that's very Mm -hmm. famous now in, in Hawaii, but that allowed you really to interact with sea level people uh individuals from mm-hmm. throughout the state uh, because hr and benefits and payroll of course affects every company uh, so tell me about that uh your mainland experience coming back to hawaii any culture shock or, or uh business how business is down here vis-a-vis the mainland uh, you laugh go ahead
1: sure um you know i'll start with the reason why i left like like many kids that graduate from high school here i was looking for an experience to go and learn on the mainland so i went to college um, in Minnesota, of all places, I uh, took a big jump, and I ended up getting my degree there and working on the mainland in various places and getting a graduate degree over 17 years, and wasn't really looking to come back to Hawaii. I actually got a call from a friend, one of the partners who had initially purchased ProService, to come back and join the firm. Um, and that was a tremendous opportunity for me. Uh, it's really difficult to move back to Hawaii when you get used to mainland career pathing, right. the speed at, at which you develop, and especially competition. Um, but proservice was a. Was a kind of a, a unicorn here for Hawaii, where it was growing really fast, um, the valuation was increasing, it was private equity-owned, and so it provided a lot more opportunities than most companies in Hawaii that might be larger and more mature. Um, it was an incredible experience. I joined that executive team, uh, held several roles there, the last of which was overseeing um, sales marketing and account management. And that allowed me to get out and talk to, as you said, so many business owners, um, small to medium-sized, all the way up and to what the what did they tell you? What
0: was uh, any... Any themes that came out of your discussions? Of course, they want a smooth running um, operation mm-hmm. uh, and, and they want a happy workforce uh, paying them on time and, and, and the benefits and so forth. But what else did you learn uh, from your interactions that uh, gave you uh, insights that, oh, Hawaii is, is different from the mainland? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I mean, I think a lot of local businesses struggle with, with growth because we're a relatively small market that depends on money from the outside. Um, but for the last 10 plus years, that, that money has been flowing in through tourism. I think people have been struggling with growth because of the, the employee shortage, especially right. in skilled So we areas. go back
0: to mm-hmm. the uh, theme of lack of trained staff in mm-hmm. order to grow in, yeah. in Hawaii.
1: And even beyond that, I would say beyond just trained staff, it's lack of leaders who are willing to take risks and take on roles that they might not be comfortable with. Um, and that's the kind of personality that will drive growth within organizations, in my mind.
0: So w- which is it uh, that uh, Hawaii has an economy that, and, and that kind of uh, limited size that uh, constrains growth mm. or uh, that there are few leaders you can hire to drive growth, think out of the box, and really
1: delegate and, and promote great uh, uh, you know, managers? asked me an either or, and I think that that's an and. (laughs) Um, I think, you know, being an isolated market depending on tourism, that that will limit our growth in terms of the total number of dollars coming in. Um, But once those dollars come in, our ability to multiply them, I think, depends on our ability to produce uh, things for export, to, um, you know, provide more and more valuable services to people who are here. Um, And that takes talent. That takes people who are willing to take risks. That takes entrepreneurship. Um, It takes a lot of skills and a lot of um, motivation that, that that isn't you know readily available here. I
0: think. And I'm not going to ask another add or question, but again, going back to the differences between the Hawaii economy, business mm-hmm. uh, culture, and the mainland. Uh, there's always people out there, uh, CEOs who give who are thinking of hiring somebody mm-hmm. or a uh, board trying to hire a, a CEO, CEO. that says oh, we can't find them in in Hawaii. We have mm-hmm. to go to we have to go to the mainland these skill sets or uh, background and uh, versus uh, uh, the homegrown trained people you know the the pathways that that really give local people opportunities in the boardroom Uh, is that a and or a question
1: um i I mean i think it's definitely an issue that every organization deals with when they have a major leadership position that becomes vacant for whatever reason Uh, i think because we're a small market. There are relatively few large companies. You know, there's a a small talent pool. Um, We don't have the fluidity between our market and other markets to bring in people, and so uh, it's a higher risk hire whenever you bring in someone from from the mainland. Uh, And when we talk to our clients, they almost always have a preference for people here if they can find the skill set that they need. Um, You know, there are certain roles where um, it might only exist in a very large company in one industry, and if there are only two or three different competitors of those in this market, then by definition, there won't be very many people to fill that role.
0: We've heard yeah. of examples of of Hop people uh, being hired from the mainland, mm-hmm. and they go flying back to the mainland after two or three years, and could not fit or could not mm-hmm. really uh, uh, understand or become part of the culture or Hana of an organization here in Hawaii does that limit uh, again it, it, when you think it's a, kind of like a paradox uh, trying to draw people uh, who are uh, have great skill sets but they can't fit into uh, mm-hmm. a culture or the cost of living uh, for various reasons uh, in in hawaii is that
1: still an issue out there absolutely okay. it's an issue it's one that we see every day uh, in our business um and you know i i, I just because people may turn around and leave within two or three years I don't think that that's without value Um, I think if if going into that you kind of know that that's a risk um, there are certain things that you can do to help to mitigate that risk or at least try to maximize the value you get from those people while they are while they are here no I think I think
0: you have a good point it's nothing new (laughs) it hasn't been around since statehood or or even before so so that that's that's a good point Uh, it's just that uh, the board or uh, uh, the people who are leading the search should have a plan mm-hmm. to really uh, find areas uh, to succeed. How does this new hire su- succeed? And mm-hmm. give him, a, give him a, her, a roadmap
1: and training in that area. Do you see that happening, though? I, I don't see that happening a whole lot. Um, I think when people hire in those high-level executive positions, they tend to just assume that the person is going to hit the ground running. Yes. Um, and you know, they may not go the extra mile to really make sure that person is embedded in the community. Uh, I don't, you know, I haven't seen a whole lot of explicit plans to that effect, no.
0: Good question though. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe that's something uh, to explore with many Mm -hmm. boards uh, on Bishop Street. Uh, The other thing that you just uh, talked about uh, is is of course on on culture. And um, is, is Hawaii culture Really, that uh, different uh, for people to uh,
1: navigate? I think absolutely it is. I think the uh, business culture here is really different from. Well, there are also different business cultures between the West Coast of the U.S. and the East Coast of the That's U.S. True. So yeah. saying that Hawaii business culture is yeah. unique, I don't think is all right. that um, that different. Or New Orleans, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah exactly. Or, or I, or I haven't Seattle. done business there, but <laughs> yes. Yes. But yes. I mean, you know. The, the dominant cultural paradigms that exist in any, in any geographical market are going to cause that kind of uniqueness. And, you know, Hawaii is very much a mix of East and West. We have a lot of Asian right. business culture here. Um, we tend to be more consensus-oriented. Um, we don't tend to have leaders that go right. out front and, and, and take big risks. So, yes, it is different. And I think integrating into that culture when you're coming from a market that's very different right. um, it, it takes some lumps to do it.
0: Well, we're going to go back to some of the themes that mm-hmm. just uh, arose. Each one will take 30 minutes, but we'll be back after this exciting break. Aloha. My name is Mark Shklav. I am the host of Think Tech Hawaii's Law Across the Sea program. My program airs every other Monday at 1 o'clock on Think Tech Hawaii. Most of my programs deal with my own life and law experience. Recently, I interviewed Alex Jempel, who I have known for over 30 years, about his voyage across the sea as a lawyer from Tokyo to Hawaii. Those are the type of stories that I like to bring and like to talk about. Human stories about law and life. Aloha. Aloha. I'm Keisha King, host of At the Crossroads, where we have conversations that are real and relevant. We have spoken with community leaders from right here locally in Hawaii and all around the world. Won't you join us on thinktechhawaii.com or on YouTube on the ThinkTech Hawaii channel. Our conversations are real, relevant, and lots of fun. I'll see you at the crossroads. Aloha. Welcome back to this ever-exciting episode of Business in Hawaii. My name is Ray Tsuchiyama with our guest Benjamin Anchetta from Inkinen Associates. We've had a lot of interesting insights into how, what is the culture of Hawaii, business culture, and Ben just mentioned several big themes here and i just want to take several of them just kind of delve into one uh, at a time consensus mm-hmm. uh, you think that uh, in hawaii you just can't tell people what to do and, and, and order them and they're going to do what exactly what uh, you said uh, they should be doing
1: i don't know if you can't order them but i don't think that's the predominant business culture i think you know people here like to get along and there's some pluses and minuses to that uh, and i don't think you know Just ordering people to do things is the is the preferred method of motivating people. It's usually let's get together, let's come to some kind of consensus decision, and get the team moving. So
0: so that kind of skill set would be ideal in a person coming from the outside.
1: Um, Again, I think it's a balance. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes having someone coming from the outside to shake things up is exactly what you need. If you're in a turnaround, if you're in a very stable business, then sure, bring somebody who's going to fit in. If you're in a turnaround, you need to break some China, then you bring yeah. in a two to three year rental to come in and break it up okay. and then replace it with a, with a different
0: we'll kind must of start, gone. That's a very good uh, yeah. point. Uh, risk, uh, I think, uh, you know, in, in much of the Hawaii economy, uh, there's a stable kind of uh, product or service, mm-hmm. hotels. Uh, I mean, uh, all kinds of uh, uh, banking, uh, retail, uh, in, there are, there, there's nothing from the outside that's coming in and suddenly having a uh, disruption or, uh, or paradigm shift. Or do you see them? I mean, people have been talking about the end of many things, but we still mm-hmm. kind of muddle along and, and, mm-hmm. and our economy is doing great. Uh, but yet looking into the future, uh, are we truly uh, planning for the 21st century?
1: Oh boy, you open up some some, some big issues there. I mean, okay. do I see disruption? I I, I definitely see it. I, mean, I think things come a little bit slower to yeah. Hawaii, but you, I mean, you see the same large retailers that are disappearing right. here. You know, Forever Twenty One was one right. of those recently. But that's been going on for right. a generation. Right, right. back not, to that's the new, house days but, and uh, it, it, but it is shocking um, to see that. Yeah. 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 And people now worry about Amazon in the same way they worried about Costco and Walmart right. before, and there'll be something else after Amazon. So, disruption is going to keep on happening in the market it'll happen slower here in Hawaii we can look to the mainland for analogs for that But the um, hotel
0: industry seems to be stable I mean the, the, what is there to replace I don't this know. they it? weren't so
1: happy about transit accommodation rentals, yeah. right I mean there's you know, an Airbnb comes in the market and shakes that up you know? right, right. Um, and you know to, to the extent that we want to regulate that that's fine but there will be something else to replace it because there's a market demand
0: there. demand but we'll, uh, we'll Hawaii companies look for uh, leaders who, who take risks or they want people to, you know, stabilize and, and meet orderly, mm-hmm. uh, you know, goals for shareholders. We we're talking about shareholders and their yeah. lock on how people can do business or mm-hmm. how to do governance. Uh, it, it's a whole new world where uh, you don't see a long range, mm-hmm. you know, what are we i mean tourism there should be a think tank on tourism what will tourism be 10 20 years and we should be you know planning ahead but there isn't much uh, being done uh, do you think it's complacency or it's just that we can't respond to things that are, are way out in the future
1: so uh, personally you know I, I don't know how much i believe in 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 big organization or groups of organizations coming together to create really big plans for the future because I don't think any one of us knows what the future holds. Um, I believe the secret to success is going to be entrepreneurs and smaller companies taking risks. I think that's where you see more risk taking in our economy with smaller organizations that are looking to grow and, and, and capitalize on, on, uh, on opportunities in the marketplace. Um, large companies tend to be more risk averse. They tend to follow the market rather than.
0: So if you were um, going to be influencing the UH Scheidler uh, uh, curriculum uh, going forward, uh, and, and with your knowledge and insights of what great backgrounds and skill sets uh, future CEOs should have mm-hmm. in their quiver, what would they be?
1: Um, you know, I really like the focus on entrepreneurship that they have at the Scheidler School. I think that's critically important in today and tomorrow's uh, work economy. Uh, I don't think we know what the jobs of the future are going to look like even 10 or 15 years from now. And so I think the best thing we can do is prepare people to, um, to recognize opportunities, to prepare themselves for those opportunities, build plans, and, and act. You know, I think this, the, the lean uh, startup movement has been a really great one for, to get people to, to take small actions in, in getting things moving. And I think that's probably one of the most important skills that I think that the workforce of tomorrow needs. Technology? Uh, technology is all around us. I think that's going to happen, whether you train people for it or not. Um, I think you know, with the new generation of people coming up, they're you know they're natives. They they grew up on on, on cell phones and smartphones, whereas we did not. So you know, teaching technology, I, I don't know if that's as necessary because it's just it's just shot through the curriculum as enabling tools already.
0: Well, um, but back to your, I guess, day-to-day business. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do the leads come from? Do you, you get a call from a board member out there or HR mm-hmm. and, and they say, oh, we have this profile and, and then, but at the same time, when you read the, read the scope of responsibilities or it says, oh, this, this doesn't work. <laughs> Maybe you're look, searching, looking to the moon for these type of candidates. So yeah. what, what, what are the stories you can tell yeah. us about this interaction? How does it, where does it yeah. start?
1: So I mean, luckily, you know, when I acquired the business from the previous uh, owner, the founder Kathy, a year and a half ago, um, you know, it came with a wonderful name. Uh, the Incanin brand is really strong here, and so we get a lot of inbound calls. Right. I think there's there there are secular trends in the marketplace that people have been talking about for a long time, mm-hmm. with the silver tsunami. You know, there will be people retiring from leadership positions. There will need to be people to fill those spots, and so I feel like our our work is needed more than ever. Um, Are
0: companies planning, transition planning, successive planning? Are they doing it well?
1: I think companies are doing the best that they can with the resources they have available. I think, um, you know, we talked about the the, the trend since the 70s and 80s of the focus on shareholder value and not on community value or value to employees. So I think companies have been running leaner and leaner. Mm -hmm. This includes nonprofits um, for decades now. And so it's hard to do succession planning without internal redundancy. Mm -hmm. How do you train someone to be the next CEO, if you don't have some fat in that managerial layer to allow that person to be, you know, to, to, to duplicate effort. Um, so I, I think that's a real challenge for organizations here. And so succession planning has become, well, that person is retiring, so I need to go hire someone else.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, how about family business? Uh, is, mm-hmm. it, uh, of course, Hawaii is unique in that it used to be the big five until the 80s and 90s, mm-hmm. and they're all gone, and now it's a landscape of companies with fewer than sixty, 50 people that's mm-hmm. that's bigs in some ways and there's a top uh, portion of banks and insurance companies and hotels that are huge mm-hmm. uh, what are they what are they looking for do they come to you and discuss things uh, family business and what are the kind of uh insights that you've gleaned in that mm-hmm. world
1: uh, i think the family business um, sector of the economy is huge i don't think people realize that most employees in the world are employed by family companies and not by big global public companies Um, and it's a really dynamic market you know from small to very very large Um, even in hawaii we have some really large family-owned companies um, that that people don't sometimes talk about or think about Um, but i think there's uh, you know there's a lot of opportunity there for family companies to i think forge a way forward and show hawaii uh, how to run an organization that's more community-minded more Mm -hmm. focused on value you bring to a community, that value right. you bring to a shareholder. Um, I think generally families do a little better job of succession planning. Um, it may not look like it all the time, but they have built-in succession plan at least one layer because they have right. family members. Right.
0: But <laughs> sometimes yeah. that's not the right person. <laughs> not the right,
1: and right. and that's, that's an example with, yeah. with Inkinen, where right. I took it over um, uh, from, from the owner, even though her daughter had, because her daughter had her own business right. and, and didn't want to take this one on. Um, but I think the uh, University of Hawaii has a great uh, center on the fa- on the family business that's right that actually supports yeah. family businesses really well i've been to a few of those events yeah. professor Butler is, yep. is exactly the dynamic guy. exactly yeah. um, and they do a great job of i think supporting family businesses through that generational transition process so i think family businesses are leaders they've been doing succession planning for really you know,
0: so uh, you beginning. came out this new uh world uh, that you do uh, any surprises uh, that oh i didn't think of this or this was uh this is something that i didn't Encounter in the previous uh, job or, or industry, anything that came, uh, came uh, to you?
1: What, what surprised me most was, was um, well, what I tell people about the business is it's very simple to explain, right? right? We find yeah. leadership exactly. uh, for companies, yeah. but it's really difficult to execute. And <laughs> okay. so uh, it looks very easy from right. the outside like, oh, you send me a resume, I hire them, if you get paid. It's very <laughs> right. easy, but the amount of legwork that yeah. goes into getting that one great candidate right. that ultimately gets an offer and has an impact on that company. Um, it's 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 shocking actually. Um, and that was the biggest surprise to me yeah. was, was was how much effort it took to make every single place
0: and where, where where would you see areas that you would like to see um, uh, much more uh, efficient in, in this process or is it mm. that it, Ultimately, it's about humans uh, human people uh, mm-hmm. human beings and, and that's something you can control is sometimes emotional mm-hmm. sometimes, you know uh, Of course logical but mm-hmm. not so w- w-
1: anything yeah, I mean, I see technology and process as enablers to help us do what we do best. But ultimately, it's about us finding great matches for career opportunity and for, for company need. Uh, and that comes down to people understanding um, each other and understanding where an organization is headed. I think the, the editorial license that we have in making those matches is incredibly valuable. Well, you know? you're like
0: a yeah. kind of like a. Um nakuhodo, you put two people together, you know, in marriage <laughs> sometimes. Uh, do you spend a lot of time explaining about the candidate to the company, explaining the company to the candidate, which, which sometimes is more yeah. in all this? Because you have, not, I don't want to use the word sell, but you must describe it in a way that it's a great fit mm-hmm. for, for the candidate and the company. Yeah,
1: so I think it's all of the above. We spend a lot of time talking to both sides. Um, we don't think of ourselves as salespeople. Um, I think of it more we're educating and consulting Mm -hmm. on both sides we tend to be very candid about what the company's work culture is like Mm -hmm. and what their strategic plan is at the same way we're very candid about what we believe the 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 potential candidates uh, strengths and weaknesses are because the last thing you want is for those people to get together and then there to be surprises because then you have you know divorces using your example (laughs) that's not good for anyone
0: Uh, is there any case where you thought you did a really great job but somehow the candidate declined, or the company says, "Oh, we're gonna go, go." And 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 looking back, was this something that didn't make it
1: happen? Every week, something like that, happens, <laughs> where right. we thought it was a, yeah. it, it was potentially a great match. Right. Company makes an offer, right. candidate declines, oh, um, right. and that's you know yeah. I think that's a function of the right. market now, where candidates have choices. Hmm. It, it has become in some way a seller's market from the candidates' perspective. They they might get multiple offers on the table before making a decision. And I think that's changed a lot um, in the last you know, 30 years uh, or so since Kathy had started the business.
0: Well, you're, yeah. you're in a dynamic place and a dynamic uh, market and mm-hmm. industry, and we have to uh, close at this 30-minute uh, period. Uh, and we could go on forever on many, many topics. Thank you very much, Ben, uh, for your insights. And I hope the uh, CEOs of Hawaii Business 250 are listening intently and getting uh, ready to call uh, Ben on their next search or just to talk story and how to make a fit even better in the community. Thank you very much. This is Rachel Tsuchiyama.